evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K-League. And yes, I know what you're thinking, I'm not the phantom. We are unfortunately phantomless tonight. Uh, if that means you're going to turn off and stop listening, please click to the end of the track so we can at least get one full listen on SoundCloud, yeah? I'm obviously Mark, I'm joined tonight by... Here, I'm Tom. Okay, Tom's here, MD else? The Chief is here, Joe is here. Fantastic, so we have Tom and we have the Chief, yes, it's going to be pretty much anti-soul for the whole podcast. <laughs> uh, fantastic, yeah. Okay guys, so yeah, so we are Phantomless, we're also Paulless. Um, Paul is somewhere, somewhere, I don't know where he is, he's on a bicycle somewhere down south. Uh, I know I'm, I know for a fact Alistair's not on the same bicycle, it's not a tandem. Um, so I don't know where Alistair is, he's, he, he's being rather uh, furtive about why he can't join tonight, yeah? But that does allow us to talk as much about FC Soul, Thomas Dahl and Songnam winning on Saturday as we won, yeah? Right. <laughs> we have a pretty action-packed uh, show for tonight. Um, basically, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about, obviously, the K1. We're going to talk about some friendlies that took place, international friendlies that took place between Korea and Korea uh, midweek. Oh, I say last week and this week. Uh, Tom, that's, I think you watched them. I know I, I, know I didn't. Right. Um, we're going to talk about, I mentioned Thomas Dahl. We're going to talk about why I mentioned Thomas Dahl. Why FC Seoul went from six dolls to German dolls in, in the space of six months. Uh, fans back in the stadium. Good thing for Songnam, maybe. Bad thing for Suwon, maybe. Uh, we're going to talk about Songnam v Seoul. We're going to talk about Suwon FC, the season of seasons for, for the Chief. And uh, yeah, it can only, only be a fantastic podcast. So I guess we'll start with those friendlies. Tom, did you watch it? Can you tell us what the friendlies were, first of all? Um, actually, I just watched the first, the leg, not the second one, but still, the, I heard like pretty much the same as we all noticed, like without the crowd, the game is not really going well, especially when you see the Korea versus Korea, you don't see any kind of passion in the players. At the same time, um, what people looking at was, you see the um, national side, the A team called, uh, they don't really play the much as what we expected for the first leg. And they, um, to be honest, like the under 23, they really played well. I think they're the team more prepared and dedicated to the what's happening on the pitch. And the, the only thing that a team showed in the first leg match was like the, additionally, they showed their flares. Um, but the other hand, like the four, especially for the first goal of the uh, under 23s, the own goal was um, very um, de- devastating for uh, the A-team side. So I think it's, it was a good showcase because like, it was obvious without that game, like the A-side going to be like, um, you know, any kind of uh, preparations to be in any upcoming matches, especially um, there's a news coming on, like at some point of like uh, upcoming weeks, um, the South Korean national team going to have a friendlies in Austria. It's very, you know, it's not really um, usual. After COVID-19, uh, we don't see like they're going to be the happening in the European friendlies. Yeah, I don't know where they're actually taking place, but there was two friendlies announced today. Uh, one against Mexico uh, yep. in November, I want to say 17, I think it is. And then the other one against Qatar. Um, so I'm not really sure where they're taking place. Like, the rumor was that Korea wanted to play in, in, in Europe. But looking at just how shocking uh, the, the League of Nations, or whatever it's called, the, the Nations League, uh, has has been in Europe. I mean, even Cristiano Ronaldo has got coronavirus. I know. 
<laughs> I mean, the world's healthiest man has coronavirus. I mean, come on, seriously. Maybe there shouldn't be any internationals, yeah? Um, so just to kind of, in case, someone, in case people, people don't know, this was right. actually Bento's A team versus Hackbomb's uh, under-23 potential Olympic team, yeah? Right. As I, as I just said, even, even for the second leg game, when you see the records, it's not about like the first half having anything, you know what I mean? It's just a nil-nil game. Boring game, even though there was a kind of um some some crowd came in, but there's a second half like three goals coming through, so we see it kind of um it's uh, beneficial for both the sides, and I think it's very great to see them on action and they will not understand how to play as a team. So I think it's upcoming friendly. It's going to be more uh, energetic, better for them. Okay, and I guess like the the big all all song name eyes would have been on Nasangho, and Aye. I believe uh, played. I was in. I was definitely an A team squad uh, for the first friendly. Uh, did he come through injury free? I. But um, you know, I, I, it seems like in Nasango has the same issue. Like what Sonnen means got to you know from the Tottenham Hospital to the national side when he was in the national side. This time in Songnam, he was the man who just got a free role behind the striker and do whatever he wants and whatever he wants he can be. But this time he's more like assistant the other guys. So um, to be honest, like the. <laughs> Dude, I was in the group of the Songna fans, like the watching game together. But um, we're talking about was like the, when the now will be off the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, did did you watch it? Did you kind of follow it at all? Were there any uh, Subon FC players, maybe in the under twenty three squad or what? Or uh, one one player was a Han Jong Woo was in the squad. No idea if he played. Um, I'll put my heart out on here. I've no interest in the Canadian national team. <laughs> I've no interest in the Scottish national team, so I've no interest in the Korean national team, to be honest. Um, fair play to them. Uh, you know, so there, there was a one in the under-23 squad. I've no idea if he played, how he played or anything. Sorry, I, I feel like um, the Joe might be more interested in the North Korean national team when it comes to Ambyong Jun then. <laughs> well, that could be true, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a strange thing with internationals. I mean, I, I, I probably have more interest in the Korean national team right now than the Scottish national team, purely because I don't think I could pick most of the Scottish players out if they were standing in front of me in, a, in an ATM queue. Um, yeah, I mean, Scotland, although seven games unbeaten, apparently, under Stevie Clark, so it's all going It's well. coming home, mate. Coming home, <laughs> isn't it? Well, I mean, at, at, at the very least, we are not actually going to be at home when the next tournament uh, gets played. So, I mean, that's, that's a plus, yeah. Um, okay, talking about Suwon FC, I mean, I know we're going to go into more detail about um, just how amazing a season you've had and could potentially have. Uh, the playoff dates, uh, which may or may not actually concern you, I guess we'll get to in a minute uh, or, or later, the playoff dates for the uh, K2 playoffs, the, third and, the fourth versus third and the second playoff have been confirmed. The K-League amazingly uh, managed to have the common sense to put the the final uh, on a Saturday. First game is midweek. Um, I think it, I can't remember that's what days, but I know that the final is on the twenty first. I think so. Yeah, at least had the common sense to do it and not do it over two Wednesdays or something like that, which I think uh, they've done in the past. Yeah, if it's Suwon FC, we're going to go into a point in a minute about fans. Are we going to have a forty eight shades corner in the Civil Stadium? Cheering on Suwon FC, or what do you think, Joe? Will you, having had such a good season with no fan and you not being there, would you stay at home? It's a tricky one. I'll probably be in a, a church or something with rosary beads and all sorts of uh, offerings to all different gods and whatever. 
Um, it's, it's, it's been weird. Um, we, we had that brief return of fans earlier in the season. And Suwon, I think, played twice in front of fans and lost both of them. So I don't know if it's going to be a good thing for us. Um, like yourself, I'm a Celtic fan. So we're, I'm not used to the, the playoffs and, and that kind of stuff. So I, ju- I just don't know if we could handle it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the ride. And uh, it's actually more interesting and fun than supporting Celtic at times. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I've got the nerves to handle a playoff final. But um, obviously this weekend, fans can return. I, I will not be returning due to other commitments. If we get to a playoff final, yeah, I would, I would like to think I'd be there. But it will all depend on numbers. And uh, you know, if I've not been all season, then there's others that would deserve to be there before me. So we'll see what happens. This would be like there's no playoff games for uh, Suwon, right? To be in the top of the league and uh, promote it. That that would be the ideal scenario, but I think uh, it's, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, when it was announced that the fans were coming back in again, I had a look. Obviously, like I knew what our, our our fixtures were, and for Songnam, we are at home to Seoul on Saturday, which we're going to talk about. We're away to Blue Wings next Friday, and then we're at home to Pusan um, in the last weekend. And I thought to myself, oh, great! You know, if it comes down to the last weekend, I'm going to go to the Pusan game. And I thought, well, I haven't been all season. If I go and if we lose, is that going to be like I've kind of cursed it? Um, so I don't know what to do, really. I don't know. I'll maybe, I'll maybe sit uh, on my phone outside Tanchon with a ticket in my hand just in case it's 4 0 at half time so I can run in and um, shout abuse because I'll be 4 0 Pusan, obviously, and not 4 0 Songnam, yeah? So, Tom, I mean, like, obviously, first game back, uh, or first game for fans back again, so on Saturday. Interestingly, I think I'm right in saying the last time so uh, song number home to so fans were back in the stadium and we lost two one. Uh, Iskandarov never really recovered from that mistake. Will you go at the weekend? I mean, season tickets from today, a public sale from tomorrow. Will you go? That's true, but uh, for me, like my wife, like they gave me only two choices: like whether you're not going both of them, or you just choose to go to one of them. Uh, as a what, what, what I mean, uh, two of them means like uh, there's a two game, you know, the Celtic versus Rangers and the um, Songnam versus Seoul, two big games for us, both me and Mark. But um, um, I need to choose one of them, and um, to be honest, like the first game back in Tanchun, I don't want to be there to be honest this time of the day I mean like this time of the year because um, um, this Songnam team's to be honest horrible and I can expect some bad atmosphere going to be in the stadium because um, the I saw Songnam fans are preparing many instant banners to urge right. the players to you know to play well otherwise this will be relegated so um, you know obviously we see if if any kind of single misses or any any mistakes any serious mistakes going to be happening in the uh, Tanjung Stadium like you know it's going to be a hell to be honest I feel the fans can't accept accept anything for um, the than three points for this point of view to be honest like the most of them does, doesn't expect any win this time of the year because like uh, what they have shown us for the last four or five games is hopeless to be honest. I don't want to be there, to be honest. If I could be there, like, uh, you know, I don't need to choose between Celtic versus Rangers to uh, Songnam versus Seoul. I, I would put, attend for both, but for, you know, being so sobered, you know what I mean? Like, it's not really about doing anything wrong or right. I don't know. I, I don't know what they say, you know what I mean? Like, uh, being a Celtic versus Rangers, 
it's horrible, but you know, sometimes, but this is even worse. So, so I'm obviously, uh, you, you have your ear to the, what the, the English speaking fans are saying and what the Korean fans are saying. Um, what is that? I mean, is there really a bad atmosphere, a bad feeling, or just a, what, what are the Korean Songnam fans really feeling? Especially for uh, after the last game, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of uh, the fans were divided before then, um, before the last game. Fans were more like some of them um, say, like, all right, I don't like Kim Namil, but I, I wouldn't say it loud. The other fans were like, I hate Kim Namil. I gotta be like, I wish to be in the stadium. I wanna let them feel how I feel. And the other fans is, we need to, you know, kept Namil. He was just unlucky, just a game away from the split A. But after the, the latest game, we see the, how the teams play really bad, it's especially when you. The game beforehand was the epic of semi-final. They sacrificed the game to win the next team. But the, even the game against Jumbuk, we played a reserve team, but it didn't get far away from the Jumbuk, to be honest. It was funny. Jumbuk always like not really good against Songnam. So he sacrificed the semi-final of the FA Cup to win the next game. But the, the game was really horrible. So even after the game, no, 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 no fans covered well for uh, Namil. So I think at this time, the, the most of the stadium will be there. They don't want to, I can expect the exact atmosphere when the, the whistle blown for the start of the game. People go to cheering the team starting up. But for the first half, their patience will be gone, you know, if nothing happens. I mean, the thing, obviously, um, Gang want to play an inch on on the Friday night. Right. So you will know that the Inchon result before you play. Now, it's in gang one. So if, if Inchon lose, then if Sungnam get the win, it's a, it's a four-point gap with two games to go. So, right. uh, you know, uh, there's obviously both both ways to go, but I think Sungnam need their fans. So do you think, I mean, will, will the fans get behind the team? Especially if Inchon lose. Um, I mean, if Inchon win, then Sungnam will start Saturday bottom of the league. Right. Um, will that have any influence on things? I think it's more like um, you know the carrots and sticks. You know they've been uh, they've been giving out the carrots by now. Uh, even the the teams are bad. You know even Marks complains sometimes about that. Even even teams are horrible on the field after the game. Like the, when the players coming in, uh, they don't insult that much. You know usually they don't boo and just uh, you know clapping them because we know that they're not the best player in the league and they did their best. We believed. And uh, but the thing is, they have been shown for the last four or five games were not really ac- acceptable. So I think this time, if they do anything wrong, the the atmosphere will be horrible. Because uh, I feel that because uh, when it comes, to, I don't know. It's it's sometimes you when you just watch a game. I feel that when I was in Australia, when you don't go to the games and I don't know, like sometimes when you just try to watch the game over the screen, then you're more emotional than when you're in the field. So if they got to the stadium and if the um, they see right in front of their eyes, the, the players like sweating and uh, just uh, pouring their 100% to pitch might be fine. But the thing is, we are not really have any kind of luxury to just, uh, you know, cover them up. It's more like we need to just give them some stick to move forward. That's what the uh, Incheon fans were being famous for when it comes to Incheon's doing really, doesn't doing well. Like they make some noises. Yeah. They, make, they make the players feel they're not happy. So I think like the Songnam fans usually they've been really generous by now because uh, they we all know like um, our club doesn't really have them no much money for uh, you know being on survival over the first uh, 
tier. But the, this year, to be honest, like any of lower league, lower split are horrible. So any, anyone could be um, relegated. But don't know why, but after the split, the um, Songnam being really disappointing, to be honest. So I think it's a time to fans, we really want to adjust the team to know it's not the time you can just do anything else than survival. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then comes the flip side, and I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that it's, there's no away fans. Is that that would be correct? Yeah, or can away I don't fans? I think so. This, as, as the, the, the the regulation says, as long as the capacity got to be like up to thirty percent of the total capacity, got to be yeah. fine. So I think it's it depends on the club. They might be away fans, but they don't cheering their team. You know what I mean? Right. So, well, then, Tom, I know we're probably going to be doing a bit of predictions later, but um. What are you thinking then? Are you going to do the job on Saturday? Songnam to beat Seoul? To be honest, to be realistic, nobody really expects uh, we're going to win it because um, Seoul's been on track, back on track, just scoring goals. So even bad time, when they have a bad time, like against uh, Suwon Wise, you know, Suwon Samsung, they uh, scored, the, scored the goals anyways. You know what I mean? Like no matter what the, the performance is in the, in the field. So I think it's their strength is Songnam's weakness for now. So even though the song, song has been great for the performance itself, unless when it comes to scoring goals, no matter what they doing well or not on the pitch, the score line is what really so important for us. And um, I don't think we really can make it. But all we can, you know, expect is what if uh, Kim Namil like uh, doing some better job to uh, for setting up the strikers? Because uh, by now, I feel like uh, strikers. For Songnam, is more like just another midfielders. You mentioned Kim Nam. You know, have you any idea what's happening with the Seoul's managerial position? I see they've been linked with Thomas Dahl, the German. Ah, I just have you any <laughs> any news about that? Some some people say uh, it's it's a transition from Sex Dahl to Thomas Dahl. Yeah. <laughs> For me, like Thomas Dahl uh, seems like uh, he have a, a pretty good career to be in uh, the K League. You know, Gaffa. But to be honest, when you see the even some other golfers being that kind of uh, stellar careers, uh, who've been in the K League, like uh, unless Ganesh for the FC Seoul before, yeah. um, the Jumbo golfer, even he has a stellar career, but he doesn't really perform well as much as expectations. I think it's that Tomas Stoll has the same issue. Like, uh, you know, we can compare him to uh, any golfer to any foreign player as well. So even the great players see uh, the Gangnam's look. He was yeah. regarded one of the most stellar players we ever got in the league, but still he didn't perform well and uh, got a bad end just a few weeks ago. So I think it could be the same to Thomas Stoll unless he got a really great um, adaptation to the, the Korean football because uh, everything going to be so different, the way, the how the club decide and uh, how just much a right coaching will be given to you. It uh, depends on the clubs, like they'll let you just teach your way or to bring your whole um, coaching staff. We never know. There's no information at all about that. All we know is Thomas Stoll is coming on. Maybe um, Seoul player is going to try to impress him, but um, it's not about Seoul, to be honest. Seoul's been performing really um, since their last saga, even before the saga and after the saga of um, the changing coaches. They're pretty um, stable, you know what I mean? It's not really that bad. Even though they're in the bad times, it's not really that bad as much as you say. But the Spur Songnam, they've been continually in the downhill since like that they've been missing the chances to be in the, the Spirit A. So I think that differences will make the, the eventual differences in their score lines 
and that's the the biggest risk the of the Kim Namun we're gonna ever got. To be honest, like Kim Namun sent off. What if um, the, his assistant coach was a Jung Kyung Ho, former teammate on the Korean national team side? He's been uh, famous in Sangju days, in Sangju Sangmu. Jung Kyung Ho is known as the who's the one he deal with tactics. So if Jung Kyung Ho shows his own skills and the tactics well, then maybe we can survive. I think that's the only hope. Otherwise, it's, it's not really happening anything. Because um, if you see Incheon and any other team's going to be having their own uh, strength now. But for the Songnam, we only have only hope is Jung Kyung Ho doing something without Kim Namil. Teams has changed at any degrees. Totally the, the other way around. So then we can survive. Well, I mean, uh, uh, use it, you guys... Uh, would know better than me, but I think it don't. For me, I don't think it's as black as it sounds. It obviously, it depends on the the uh, the weekend in the last three games. But again, if you beat Seoul on Saturday, you're above them, and uh, I think in a bit of free fall. But yeah, what do you think, Mark? Um, I'm not. I'm not known for my my glowing optimism. <laughs> Um, as you know, uh, I mean, I think Celtic will, will get scudded on, on Saturday night, but you know what I mean. Um, but I do think um, there's a lot of talk on, you know, like on Songnam forums, you know, about the fact that, you know, we're the only one that hasn't got shot the manager and we should get rid of him now and blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I don't know. I think, I think so are poor. Um, I think the good players that they have are not performing. They have no manager, no matter whether Thomas Dahl comes over or not. I don't know what the appointment there is. He can't. He can't do anything. Uh, maybe that's a, a kind of the one of those arrogant, uh, like ego, ego type appointments because you know, oh, he'll be able to manage us in the ACL type thing. Um, so I'm, I'm not as negative about it. Maybe, maybe as what other Sonnen fans are. Maybe, maybe as what Thomas. Um, I think, uh, I think everything could change on Friday. To be perfectly honest, I mean, game one, if game one, Scud Inchon, uh, yeah, it's you know, game one beat Inchon, Blue Wings beat Pusan. A draw with Seoul is like it keeps us above Inchon and means that it's in our hands in the last game against Pusan. Um, so I'm probably not as negative about it. I'm not. I don't think Songnam are favourites to get relegated. Um, but I didn't think we were favourites to get relegated four it's, years ago, three years ago, whatever it was, yeah. It's interesting because um, <laughs> t- t- right after Spiel, um decided, Mark, you're the one who actually told me that it's, you got a bad feeling about it because uh, the whole fixture remind you about um, back in 2016 when we were relegated. Yeah. And also the thing is uh, what uh, fans feel now is like a bit of that. Now, you know, after the game against the, um, the Jumbook, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we try to do something, we just uh, miss every single chances, and they're slowly getting into some kind of um, um, troubles. I think the biggest difference, and this is not to say I think Sobo get relegated, because I do not think for one minute that Sobo finish bottom, but I think the biggest difference between 2020 and 2016 is there was no soul in free fall. In 2016, like Suwon FC, no offense, were kind of already relegated almost. Um, and really, song number not the team in free fall, you know, like we were the team that, you know, should have, you know, finished top of that bottom six. And I think um, this year round, 
So do look like a team that can't pick up a win. I was really stunned that they lost to Pusan. Um, like I was really surprised by that. So I think so being so poor um, is actually giving me a bit of hope that we might that we might just scrape it this time. Sorry, I just got a phone call for the Phantom there saying, can we move this on? That's about 50 minutes of a song now, chap. Let's get the good stuff, the K2. <laughs> was, it, was it 50 minutes of song now or 50 minutes of anti-soul? Because like, if it wasn't 50 minutes of anti-soul, I still have like a good 10 minutes to go, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, the floor's yours, the floor's yours. Nah, I mean, like, all I've got to say is this weekend is massive. For, for, I mean, like, I think for any... For all three of us, like for, for two different reasons, they like, won, you know, like huge games in Korea, huge games back in, in uh, Scotland, and yeah, I don't like to lose twice in one day. So for me, Songnam are not going to lose. So I, I get, like I said to Tom Earl, we'll probably let's let's do bottom predict, predictions now. Then Friday night, gang one in, Sean. Gang one win. Gang one in as well. Saturday, Songnam Seoul. Nothing you draw. I'd call it one all draw. <laughs> we've got a draw then. She gained a point in Inchon. Then su- Sunday it's Busan, Blue Wings. Blue Wings win. Uh, I think Busan can win this time. So he's in agreement except for the, the last one. Um, again, I, you still got to do the job yourself, but if Inchon do lose on Friday night, as I said earlier, if they lose Friday night, you win on Saturday afternoon. It's a four-point cushion with uh, two games to go. So, um, yeah, well, I guess we'll see what happens. Is anyone interested in the top six? Nope. Good. Not really. <laughs> it's going to be a Hyundai team's going to win it. Daegu and ACL performance in fifth. Sanju can't do anything. And Pohang have got third wrapped up. So, that's it, really. Summarised beautifully. So, let's move on to the best league in the world. The league that probably, potentially... Perhaps Songnam might be in next year. So I've got to call it the best league in the world right now. Uh, K2, Joe, I'm going to give you five minutes on K2. Oh, I don't need five minutes. I, I don't know enough. Um, <laughs> obviously, last weekend's results uh, saw Suwon FC go back top of the league on goals scored at the moment. So um, they were two points behind. They got a, a 1 0 win away at Dejan, um, which. Was their fourth clean sheet in a row? Uh, their fourth hard fought, scrappy, possibly undeserved win. Um, they're certainly not playing very well, but they're playing with heart and uh, they, they always manage to get a goal. So, um, and as I say, four clean sheets. So they went top of the league on Saturday, and then Sunday, Busan, or sorry, Busan, Cheju hosted uh, Ansan, which looked for all intents and purposes a a three-point home win banker. Um, but they, they needed a second penalty of the game, a 94th-minute penalty by VAR, uh, which took four minutes to give uh, to get an equaliser. So with uh, with four games remaining, um, Cheju and Suwon are locked on the same number of points, 48, I believe, but I could be wrong there. Uh, Suwon top on, by virtue of two or three goals. Uh, they will finish first and second now. And then below them, we have, uh, don't ask me the order, I've probably got this wrong, uh, Gyeongnam, Eland, Jonam, and Dejon, in no particular order, fighting out for a second 
no, third and fourth places, sorry, uh, get that first playoff match. So it's really tight. Um, obviously, the title's up for grabs, and uh, two of the remaining playoff spots are up for grabs. And interestingly, this week, Cheju uh, are away at Gyeongnam, who also need the points, and uh, Suwon are at home to Jeonnam, who also need the points. And then on the 24th, Cheju uh, host Suwon FC. So it's got to go to the wire. Um, I fully expect Suwon will finish second and then manage to blow the playoff. So they'll finish 12, 15 points clear of third place and manage to not go <laughs> up. Um, it's always my fear with playoffs. But uh, it has been a vast improvement on the past two seasons under Kim Dae. So I'm not going to uh, be too upset about it. So a, a question that may or may not make the final edit, depending on whether or not anyone knows the answer. And in previous years, a draw was enough for for the home team, the host team, let's call them, in, in the playoffs. With this being the winner-takes-all promotion to the K1, does anyone know if it's still the same rule? I believe it is, yeah. Aye, it's the same rule. Super FC, F, or or Cheju, whoever finishes second will only need to draw at home and they will go up. The the reason why it's like crazy. The the reason of the the strange rule was more like uh, they don't want to have a replace and uh, giving some advantage to finish up up the ladder when it comes to equalizers. So I think it's the same when it comes to COVID 19 time. And. um, to be honest, Joe, I always try to say, like, you know, me and Mark was former Namgil expert. We saw them a couple of years. And um, to be honest, like, the, when you see their scoring sheets, I think uh, Suwon got uh, better chances to be promoted because um, Namgil's team's, like, very stable. And when it comes to defensive sides, they're really good, doing well. The only side is trouble is a, um, the scoring side. But this year, they've been really successful as, like, surprisingly, the Gong Minhyun, who've been in a in in Songnam, he he's not been scoring for uh, the half of the year. You know what I mean? I still remember the time, like uh, I think it was uh, 2019 uh, July. I think he scored the game goal against Suwon Blue Wings, and then he never scored a goal by the end of the year. But now he scored nine goals. I think it's just more prolific, the record for his whole career. But the thing is, um, as you just mentioned, uh, the, the two weeks afterwards, they're gonna be the the head to head game against Suwon versus Jeju. As long as the Suwon wins the, that game, I think that the guy will be occurred and uh, Jeju will not really feel easy to recover from him. I mean, it, it's um, let's say obviously this weekend both teams have tough matches. Uh, then they play each other, and then the so so this week Jeju are at Gyeongnam, Suwon host Jeonnam. Then they play each other, then. Uh, Gyeongnam come to Suwon and Eland, who are also going for the the home place travel to Cheju. So, yeah, it depends who drops points. I, I don't think either of the teams will win all four games. So True. it could come down to how many, if there's draws or losses or uh, whatever. But, um, you know, it's, it's an exciting league. It's one of those leagues any team can beat anyone. Like Ansan were, were a VAR penalty away from beating <laughs> Cheju on the weekend. And... So, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I find it remarkable that Suwon have not conceded in four. <laughs> I mean, they've been pretty ropey at the back. And uh, 
I, I can't remember I said this on the last podcast, but it does make you wonder if uh, it's written in the stars. I hope it is, but um, yeah, we'll just see what happens. Okay, guys, so that's pretty much um, pretty much everything covered. You know, like we know uh, Sonam are going to pound so 5 now. Uh, Sue Warner are going to win the league by six points. Um, and yeah, the Korean national team is never going to qualify for another tournament ever again. Um, so I think that's pretty much everything summed up. I guess the only thing that we need to do is kind of choose uh, an outro. And I didn't really get the opportunity to kind of really stick one into FC So as much as I wanted to. So... I've decided that I'm going to go ahead and choose the, the outro myself this week. And I think Seoul's biggest problem is that their best players are very old. Uh, we obviously know they started the season uh, with the Sex Dolls. We know they're linked with Thomas Doll. So, of course, the only outro we can possibly choose is the young ones and living doll. So, guys, nah. take it away. <laughs> a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Take it easy, lads. Right. Take it Cheers. Easy.